Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Revelation chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. It may sound odd to our modern ears to hear that our risen Savior has made us to be, quote, a kingdom and priests. But it's an incredible announcement. In the first place, God has made us a kingdom by faith in our risen Savior. Paul reminds us of what this joyous good news of Easter is all about in Colossians. He says, God has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his Son, whom he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. But there's also a special privilege here that now keeps us joyfully busy. Here in God's word, he also calls us priests. Now, that's worth a closer look. In the Old Testament, the role of the priest was to do three things in particular. To bring sacrifices for sin, to offer prayers, and to proclaim God's blessings. Well, when it comes to sacrifice for sin, Jesus himself fulfilled this role perfectly. Not only as the perfect high priest, but also as the sacrifice himself. The writer to the Hebrews explains. He says, Such a high priest meets our needs. One who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. And he goes on to say this. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. Now, with Jesus' death on the cross, there is no sacrifice left to be made for sin. So, if you and I are called priests, what kind of sacrifice is there left to be made? Well, the writer to the Hebrews is ready again with the answer. He says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. As priests, you and I can also offer up prayers and supplications. And Paul invites us and encourages us to take up this joyful task and important work. In 1 Timothy, he tells us, I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and for all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And he goes on to say this, This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. So it's no small thing. When you fold your hands together with your son, your daughter, or your grandchild at night and pray with them. It's really a blessing when we pray for those who are hurt or hurting. You may be thinking of someone right now. And it's also a precious opportunity to let them know about their God, to whom you are praying, who cares deeply for them. And one of the best parts of being called a priest is that it means you and I get to tell others about God's blessings. Peter reminds us of this, this Easter joy, as a part of his first letter when he writes, But you are a chosen people, 
a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Let us pray. Gracious Father, as the kingdom and priests your risen Son has made us to be, bless us as we give thanks, sing his praise, and tell everyone what he has done. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us today by podcast, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our website at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you, and have a great day. Thank you.